wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup? Well, in the world of wrestling, we see the people on our TVs like an Impact WWE and an AEW, but of course, everyone has their beginnings. Everyone usually starts in indie promotions. And so that's where we want to go ahead and focus the start of the show with. And we just happen to have uh, an indie, indie wrestler with us now. 2018 Grapplers Cup winner, Hood Slam's best athlete in the East Bay, and the man known as the world's tallest cruiserweight. We welcome to the show, E-Rogue. Oh, man. You, you made me sound like I was kind of important, so that's cool. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, it's definitely our pleasure. It's definitely our pleasure. So we kind of have a little bit of a tradition here on the show and everything. So, And I kind of tweaked it because you're actually in wrestling right now. So what kind of led you to the world of wrestling as a fan and at, to pursue it full-time as a career? Um, I've always liked wrestling, but I didn't really become a fan until I watched um, – Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon ladder match. I think in 94. That, that's when I became a, a wrestling fan. I was like, oh, wrestling's cool. But then after I watched that match, I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is life. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then what led you to decide to take it on as a career? Uh, I mean, I was a basketball player for years and I played pro a little bit. So I was just done with basketball. And I was like, I'm too athletic to do nothing with the rest of my life besides working a nine to five. Mm -hmm. So a friend of mine was like, you should, you should look into wrestling. I was like, yeah, whatever. And I sent an email to um, this company called all pro wrestling out here in uh, California in NorCal. And they hit me back and was like, yo, come in, check out the facilities. And the rest is history. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Kayla? Um, what is your favorite match stipulation so far? And what is your dream match stipulation? My favorite match stipulation that I've had? Um, mm -hmm. I had a crazy lumberjack match against funny bone okay. and that was completely insane and i loved every minute of it <laughs> uh my dream i want to be in, i want to do a hell in a cell oh oh yes <laughs> yeah so that's Aww. that's <laughs> yeah, the, those can always like go one way or another. Absolutely nuts. Jolly? Well, going off of your dream match being Hell in a Cell, how about uh, if you could face any wrestler in that cell from any promotion, who would it be? AJ Styles. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. Okay, why AJ? Because I honestly believe AJ Styles is the greatest wrestler of all time. Because he can literally wrestle any style that you can think of. No matter how big the guy is, how small he is, lucha, 
uh, strong style, British strong style, catch wrestling. He can do everything, and he's very convincing at everything he does. So there's not too many people that can do that. Sweet. All right. Now, so what I started after we got to talking and started a little bit more learning more and more about you and everything, something funny came up, and I have to ask. On there's a pinned tweet on your on your Twitter page that says <laughs> that one of your 2020 goals was golden fanny packs, and your picture on your Twitter page has you with the golden golden fanny pack. Can you kind of explain where all that came about, or like what what was the idea behind that and everything? Or okay, so the golden fanny packs are basically the uh, the one of the championships at Hood Slam is called a Beth okay. Athlete in East Bay. Mm-hmm. So that was one of my goals. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take them. And then sure enough, I called my shot. And the very first Hood Slam of uh, 2020, I won the Golden Fanny Packs. <laughs> so it was a shot in the dark, but it worked out. So I'm happy with it. okay now speaking of taking your shots and everything you recently sent out a tweet to pitfall jones about taking something that belongs to him so do you two have history or um what's going what's the story with that um there's absolutely no history between me and pitfall zero he just has the DOA heavyweight championships. Okay. And I rightfully think it's mine. So I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take what's mine, you know. That's, <laughs> it's nothing personal. I think he's a great guy. I'm still gonna take the belt from him. Where's the where's DOA based out of? DOA is in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So it's gonna be fun. Cool. Taking, you know, like you said, taking your shot at it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Kayla? If you could have a dream tag team partner in any brand of wrestling, who would it be? Oh, my boy, Will Hobbs. Ah. Big Will Hobbs. Right. Look, he's a tank. Right. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, I, I, I'm, I was actually a little disappointed that that six man match got called off and everything because I would have loved to have seen up up against like Brian Cage and everything just to kind of, definitely. That would have been a lot of uh, a bunch of big meaty man slapping meats. <laughs> oh my god. You're so right about that. You're so right about that. <laughs> Jolie? Um, so, looking to your future, I know you're very um, happy right now in the independence. Are you looking forward to maybe uh, sending out tapes to ROH, TNA, AEW, WWE? And if so, which company do you want to really work for? Oh, well, that was... Wasn't expecting that. Um, honestly, uh, I would love to work with Impact, and I think my my number one choice would be NWA. Okay, I I like I was actually thinking about you possibly fighting Moose 
from uh, Impact. Oh, yeah. Moose can get it, too. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Everybody can get get a little bit of this work. <laughs> now, I know this wasn't on your, uh, this, this wasn't a part of the list I sent you, but we talked about this on your DMs and everything. I know you said that you're looking to possibly head back east. Is there any, like, lo- particular location or any type of indie, indie promotion you're looking at over there? Um, Honestly, not really. Uh, okay. The only place I would say I w- is probably like a destination for me is GCW. Mm-hmm. And where's that based out of? Uh, they're pretty much run all over the East Coast. A lot of like New York, uh, Indiana, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They come out West sometimes. But GCW is like, um, they're like major leagues in, in the Indies. You know what I mean? So it's like there's if there's levels to the indie circuit. GCW is the mm-hmm. top level before you get signed. Okay. Yeah, I think right. I, I saw uh, GCW had Moxley with them, Renee, uh, Enzo. They did a show up at uh, Six Flags. And that's I think I actually saw uh, Darby Allen there for the first time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, GCW is East Coast based. So when you, uh, it took me a second to realize, but yeah, GCW, yeah, that is that you're right. That is definitely like you know that's Triple uh, A ball in before you get to the majors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Jester here is the most East to, out of everybody and everything. So anything East Coast wise, that's the girl right there to go to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. The only final question that we had was, and everything, looking back, what you've done so far over your wrestling career, what's been your favorite match and why? Ooh. Favorite? Uh, man, I got two. My, okay. my match with Funny Bone, uh, that was one of my favorites because it was so emotional because my mentor – his name is Virgil Flynn III. He passed away. And Virgil and Funny Bone were really good friends, like brothers. So that match was really emotional for me and him. So he was beating the crap out of me, but it was out of love. Because, yeah. you know, just respect for Virgil. We didn't hold anything back. Okay. So, yeah. So that was one. And, uh, oh. I had a tag match with my good friend Keita Murray mm-hmm. against um, these guys called the Kings of Luxury at uh, at Phoenix Pro Wrestling for the tag titles there, and mm-hmm. it was crazy. I don't know how it got so crazy, but. It just went a different to a different level, and I, I loved every second of that because the crowd just ate everything up. So mm. those two, awesome! And it's like it's like the the bigger the the bigger the match, and then the more that the crowd eats uh, eats it up, and everything, the more that it fuels you with the energy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think I forgot how to breathe for a minute. Cause I was just so into it yeah. that I, I was like, I was like, why am I so out of breath? I'm not doing anything right now, but I wasn't breathing. So that's why. 
Oh, man. Oh, well, that's just awesome. It's been so great to get to know you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, D-Rogue. We really do appreciate it. And we wish you nothing but the best going forward with everything that you do. Man, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy that you actually reached out to me because I was was like, nah, they're not going to have me on the show for real, but... (laughs) Thank you guys. I've had so much fun. It's it's an it was an honor. We should do it again sometime. Well, when you get Definitely. to the East Coast, or when you come out come out east. Oh, all right. You heard her here. You heard her. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> moving to it. Hey, I have Definitely. no problem becoming friends with the wrestlers, man. One of my good friends is training down in Orlando right now, so I, I have much respect. I was actually um, I wanted to be a wrestler when I was in college. But um, the guys bullied me out of it because there were no the only bigger woman that was wrestling was China at the time, so I got bullied out of it. And you know, I'm I'm happy you're doing what I'm doing now. So you you go do you, man, and uh, you hook us up when you're on the East Coast and uh, in GCW, okay? All right, I got you. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. Oh, you're welcome, man. All you're right. very very All welcome. Right. All right, you're welcome. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. All right. <laughs> That was absolutely awesome. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. I actually, you know, I like the idea of what we're going to be doing with the spotlight. And if anybody knows of any independent wrestler, D-Rogue, you as well, um, who wants <laughs> to come on our show and give us a little bit of their bio, we are more than welcome to have you guys come onto our show. Because we're not just taking over pro wrestling, we're taking over the indies as well. Where we we want to encompass all of wrestling, even though I hate AEW with a fiery passion of ten thousand suns. <laughs> no, nah, and it's like not just and not just the indie wrestlers, it, like indie indie like promotions themselves and everything. Because we actually do have another interview coming up next week, hopefully still um, with an indie promotion themselves. So yeah, it's like definitely hit us hit hit us up, DM us at QT Bow Down, and let's talk. Ah, all right. So this is the first chance we've had to chat since Clash of Champions. And, of course, we're recording this after um, TakeOver tonight. So let's go to Clash of Champions first. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Kayla. Okay, so what was what was your match of the night? My match of the night would probably have to be the ambulance match between Drew McIntyre and um, Randy Orton. Um, Two of my favorite male wrestlers right now on Raw. Um, They've really went at it. They did really well with the match. Um, They kept it entertaining. They tried each other's moves on each other, you know, kind of switched up things. And um, I really liked the part where each of the wrestlers that Orton took out decided to show back up and, um, you know, help out Drew. Uh, My favorite was when uh, Randy was on top of the ambulance and Shawn Michaels sweet chin music him and then just pushed him off the ambulance like, bye-bye. You know, um, they both put on a good show. Um, There was multiple times where I'm like, oh, great, Randy's going to become the 14th time. Oh, no, Drew's going to lose, you know. It was one of those matches that, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen. And for once, you know, we really haven't seen that in a while. Like, it made it go different ways. Um, So 
my opinion, the match of the night would definitely have to go to go to Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. All right. Jolly? Well, she said everything about the that match. And I really, okay, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I have not been into wrestling this week. Um, just had a stressful week. Had to take our cat for surgery for cancer all, this past Friday. It's all clear. He's doing well. He looks like um, a tall redhead with fur boots on because they had to shave his front legs. Aw. Yeah. He had a tumor um, on his chest. So it was just kind of a stressful week. But my favorite segment, even though it wasn't really a match, was when Sasha came out and beat the shit out of Bailey. <laughs> just because, like, you know, she had the neck brace on and she's beating her with the chair. It's like, just take the, we all know you can take the damn thing off. But um, <laughs> that and um, if I did watch highlights later, I would have to say the... You know, I have nothing. She, the best match was the freaking ambulance match. Like, I, I can't. There, there's no other match on that show. It was a good card. It's just that none of them were that memorable, especially with the Sue Sweet Chin music and, like, Randy's on the top. And I had flashbacks to when HBK, when they were DX, Sean and, mm-hmm. and Hunter, and... They're facing Orton and Flair, or Orton and Batista, one of the two. And Flair's, I know Flair's at ringside. And Triple H is just standing there, and you just see Sean trying to wave him down. And it's like, it's like you kind of had that, that moment too with, with Sean, like trying to push him off. But um, no, I actually, I did like, you know, Asuka coming out to get a little bit more revenge on Bailey. And even though everybody was bitching because of the COVID scare that they had with some of the NXT talent, uh, which caused some of the women to not be there, which really pissed me off because the match that I wanted to see got canceled and I want this mm-hmm. match to happen and it better fucking happen in Hell in the Cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everybody wanted the Riot Squad versus Baszler and the Heifer. Um, I mean, Naya. I'm sorry, Naya. AKA Naya. <laughs> and, um, and apparently it wasn't... Shayna, I think it was Nia that came in contact. Uh, but, but but they were blaming blaming Shayna because she le- lives with or she lived with Mia Yim, and it, it was it was a clusterfuck. The whole thing was a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it was just it was that's the one thing that actually pissed me off the most. And they canceled another match too that night. Where's- um, uh, Bailey's opponent got uh, Bailey's opponent got changed. That's because right. It was, it was originally supposed to be Nikki. That's right. But still. Yeah. All right. Can we not talk about w, the, the Raw SmackDown? Can we actually just get back to, to the show that just passed, TakeOver 31? Okay. One quick thing, though, because... Oh, shit. Taylor- I forgot about the most important match. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. <laughs> y'all, y'all have to forgive the jester. She's the... Uh, I got a, a flu shot. I got distract- a fucking flu shot. I got a fucking flu shot. You got a flu I- shot. Plus, her Eagles uh, are on tonight, and she's a diehard Eagles fan, so that's not helping her either. I I completely forgot about, and you know what? No, this was the match of the night, and I apologize. The Chief versus his cousin. That Ooh. match was fucking storytelling, bar none. There 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 was no better storytelling 
except for maybe the five superstars that Randy Orton took out mm-hmm. than that match. With with Jimmy coming out and even though Jay's begging him not to throw the towel. And then you got right. freaking Naomi throwing shade on Twitter. Oh, she's pissed. So yeah, like, you know, that 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 was the match of the night. I mean, I don't know why I completely forgot about it. Again, I didn't watch it. What was happening last something happened last Sunday and I was just I had something personal happen and I just wasn't in the mood to watch wrestling. But it's I'm okay now. Yeah. I know my excuse. I was at a family event that uh I was that longer than I thought I thought it'd be. I hadn't seen all my family together in quite a while. So, but, um, Kayla, I know you wanted to kind of talk about Sasha's promo from Friday because that's the guy to you. Um, I just want to touch a little bit of it. Um, um, she basically short and sweet to the point, like here lately, I said, I really loved Bailey's promos because they've been on fire. Um, and like Julie said, Sasha, just go ahead and take the neck brace off. We know you're not hurt. Um, but no, it's her promo was basically short and sweet and to the point, which is basically leading up to another historical moment for the boss herself because she's fought everybody in hell in a cell except for one person, and that's Bailey. So um, it is finally leading up to hell in a cell. And regardless of the outcome, um, it's going to be one hell of a match in Hell in a Cell, and when they do announce it, it's going to be music to our ears. So um, that's pretty much just one I'm going to cover on that because it may not be set up yet, but they're building to it, and I can't wait for it to be announced. Yeah, because it's like I know they got like a Sasha challenged her for Friday, which is the start of the draft. That one's probably going to end in DQ or whatever ish type. And then that'll lead to hell in a cell. And I don't, I don't see those two splitting up on different brands anytime soon. And uh, speaking of the draft, I just noticed something. Um, it has said Triple H is not quite sure if NXT is going to be involved with that yet. They deleted. They, they, they deleted the tweet. They deleted. Oh, they did. They, okay. they one originally said it was a part of it, and then Triple H had a backtrack. So it's that's up in the air. But it's also rumored. Um, because they just announced that the the J versus Roman matches Hell in the Cell as well, but it's actually rumored that Sasha and Bailey are going to uh, close the show. Sweet, excellent day. All right, so before before we get to take over, my moment of the night was Sasha kicking Bailey's ass. Storytelling of the night was the was Uso and Roman. Action of the night was the ambulance match. And everything else was damn near predictable. So I'll leave it at that. Okay, moving on. Takeover. Holy shit. You can't say what. I mean, I call one bullshit on the, on the outcome, but that whole night, the whole event was, oh, my God, amazing. What are you calling bullshit? Uh, the ending for the damn cruiserweight match. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that was crap. I'm sorry. It's like I I put it, I put out in an article, my a last minute article I did yesterday and everything. If there was no if if it was truly one on one with no tricks, we would be in for a treat and everything. And the match was good. And then Escobar had to pull some crap. So it's like 
but the the match overall with the action and everything, it was great. But the ending was crap because Escobar can't win clean. All right, so, all right, let me get all right. Now that I now that I got that negativity off my chest. Hmm. All right, so let's see. Where should we start? Uh, let's yeah, you know, let's just start with the, with the beginning. North American title match. Jolie. Oh wait, sorry, Kayla. Um, NXT North American match. Above all, I believe I thought it was a really good match. Um, it's apparently Damian Priest was able to figure out the um, Gargano way. Um, but I do have to give him credit, even though Johnny's like, "Hey, I'm just gonna kick you on the balls here and try to win the match." But guess what, buddy? Kind of backfired <laughs> on you. Um, right. but no. Um, I was happy either way. A part of me was kind of hoping that um, Johnny was going to become the first two-time NXT North American champion, but it didn't happen. Um, hey, anything can happen. But um, but no, it was a good match above all. Um, and congratulations to Damian Priest for putting one on hell of a match and retaining the title. Yeah, I was kind of worried about that match at first and everything because it's like with Johnny and his tricks, the little blow and I was about to lose it here, but luckily he pulled it out. Thank God. Oh, and then Kushida. Damn, where did this come from? This is how he's always been. Go look at his old. That this is this is the style of wrestling that a lot of people have been waiting for Kushida to showcase here. Tonight was his coming out party, and uh, for many people who wanted them to rip. Dream's arm off and beat him with a spoon. It it worked out perfectly that they made the little bitch tap out. Um, those are not my words. Those are the words that I've read off of Twitter. So, but we're we're, we're missing the the giant glaring thing that we have not talked about. And can we talk about that set? Exactly. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> that that if they bring back fans and they create pods like that for like you know fans, dear AEW, that's how you motherfucking do it. Exactly that first thing I said, I was like, Oh my god, that is straight fire! That is sick as fuck. It's like, Oh my god, it's like some people are like saying it was like better than Thunderdome. Yeah, I saw that too, and everything. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I like Thunderdome, but I think if they can incorporate both somehow, that'd be cool. Like, you know, just so we can get a little bit, like, even if it's just friends and family or they raffle off or or like you know for like charity you get like a thousand tickets for charity and then those you you pay the money for charity and you get the tickets you know some shit like that there are ways of doing it safely unlike watching you know i was watching the dallas cowboys browns game and like the people are in the stands and they're not wearing masks i was watching the talladega car race same thing not wearing masks i actually had to ask my job at the link today or the other day because they said if we do have it would you want to work and i said are we going to be punished if we opt out they said no we're not going to be punished so i actually had to opt out if they get fans at my stadium i'm not risking my because okay. like, you, you don't know if they're going to work fan, uh, the, uh, mask or not well no by state law even though they're 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 the republicans in pennsylvania are fighting it by mm-hmm. state mandate and city mandate, you must wear a mask in public and in a crowd. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
I just want to be safe. And I live with my parents. I can't risk it. And that's sick. I mean, that's why I got the flu shot. Um, luckily, I only had to pay 26 bucks for it because my mom is a plus member at Sam's Club. So it was like only 26 bucks. So that's not bad. And I was feeling crappy yesterday, but knock on fake wood. I'm not going to have the bad side effect that I had before. So get your flu shot, people. It's actually a smart idea. <laughs> but that, oh. that stadium and how they had that set up was beautiful. I liked the cage, the, 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 the chain like fences. I liked that there was actually a little bit of space. Um, it, it, I felt... And the whole around the the arena with the how everything was lit up, like mm-hmm. EO's EO's entrance. Oh my god! <laughs> like how it all just like all everything just turned around like all around this like that right. you know the sh- the amount of shit that the WWE got when it came to the whole COVID thing and not testing bullshit. And they're a sloppy shop. Hmm. Who whose company is actually posting positive tests now? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Taz. Um, so, you know, it doesn't matter if you're sloppy. It doesn't, it did this, that as we just saw on Thursday, this can affect the president of the United States. So, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm going to say about that. But, you know, <sighs> there, there, there are masks aren't, I mean, I've seen Matt Hardy argue with people on Twitter, like literally like, well, masks aren't a prevent all. He's like, they, I know they're not a prevent all, but they are a way to at least cut down the percentage. So if everybody wore masks, the probability of people getting the coronavirus would probably be down to 75%. So 25% of people would still get it. 75 would be safe. But as long as you keep up with hand washing, social distancing, um, coughing in your elbow or sneezing in your elbow, even if you're wearing a mask, still do that because if you're wearing, unless you're wearing a proper N95 mask, which I suggest if you do donate those to your healthcare workers because they need it more than you do and you can get mm-hmm. decent three level three layer cloth masks that work just as well you know just wash them after like every eight times i wash my masks i have three pullover masks because i can't wear the hooped ones so it's just like just oh, okay the fact that you know you have to have wrestlers tell people to wear fucking masks right and- and wrestlers from other countries telling you to fucking vote. You know, it's like, I'm like, what the fuck year is this? Exactly. Is it 2021 yet? Because I can't deal with this shit no more. I mean, this has been, this has been <sighs> hell, man. Like, yes, it has. I mean, I, I, this, this, yeah, it's just been fucking hell. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. This, right. this has been hell. But back to NXT TakeOver. Um, yeah, I was actually talking about the women's match because that's the match I saw. I, Candice LeRae and Io Shirai put on a fucking five star match, even yes. with, even with Johnny slithering in with the shirt, and I'm like, this is so Bailey. Um, <laughs> and the rest like, no, that's my shirt. No, it's my shirt. No, like, oh my god, they're bickering like a married couple. <laughs> but like that match was amazing, like. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for the match that followed, that would have been my match of the night. Match of the night, yeah, for sure. It's definitely it, for sure. 
and it's definitely tied there for the match tonight. I mean, between the two championship matches, I mean, the Kushida match, the uh, Swerve match, the uh, and North American title match, all amazing. I mean, this has probably been from head to toe an amazing stack card, but the two championship matches blew me out of the water. Like, seriously blew me out of the fucking water. Like, mm-hmm. all I felt like was going over to Bruce Pritchard's office. You see that shit? Can you do that over here, please? Motherfucker, <laughs> do this over here. You got all these women back here except for Lana. You can get rid of her. I don't care. Put her through a table every fucking week. You got Shayna Baszler sitting on the sideline with a fucking tag title where she doesn't fucking deserve the tag title. She deserves the actual main title and feuding with Asuka. You've got Bianca Belair sitting on the fucking doing absolutely nothing, twitting her. Get, get her on the fucking rock. Like, do something with the women. And somebody actually said on Twitter, Triple H does not know how to do the women. What that, the hell are they smoking? I'm sorry. You have one of the best takeover matches. Uh, look at look at the past takeover matches and matches with the women. Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai. Fucking stand. Banger. Banger. Shotzi EO, banger. Tegan EO, banger. Banger. The uh, tag match with EO and Tegan versus Dakota and uh, Candice, banger. The Dakota versus um, Rhea Ripley before Mercedes Martinez butted in, banger. Triple H knows what to do with the women. And if you want them, I'm sorry, Vince, you got to go, sweetheart. I'm sorry. It's time to tap out. Uh Uh-uh. Let the other let somebody else take over. Get rid of Bruce. Get rid of Kevin Dunn because that piece of shit has been worthless since 1984. I fucking hate Kevin Dunn. He's a piece of fucking shit. Oh man. <laughs> but seriously, and now we have Tony Storm. Now we've got Ember Moon coming back. And I actually kind of agree with Ember coming back to NXT, and this is my reasoning why. I thought about it for a little while when I saw her and I'm all hyped for her coming back. But this is the perfect opportunity for her to work at her own pace, not get thrust and put into a situation where she hurts herself again mm-hmm. because they want to make sure the Achilles is perfectly healed. And somebody said, well, why is she coming back before Xavier? I think Xavier's was a little bit more severe than hers. And I think it was the second time he might have torn. I forget what it was. I think there's just something there that, he had to take more time. And besides, right now, I think Biggie is perfectly fine on his own. Kofi is getting some wonderful time off that he is well deserved. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that Biggie Biggie is getting the spotlight that he deserves. I mean, I'm so happy for Biggie. So I think that this is the perfect opportunity and place for Ember to come back. She can take her time and some of the younger talent that she doesn't have to over extenuate herself like she would have to do against a Nia Jax or Asuka or Bailey or Sasha. Like she can actually help some of these younger women, even though some of them are already coming into their own. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait to see her versus Candace, her versus EO, her versus Rhea. Like it's just, she to me is now what the four horsewomen were to NXT. She is the, the stepping stone, the, the coach, the one to make, all right, well, we want to be like her. We want to be like her when she went against, um, she lost to Shayna and still went to go on into the Royal Rumble with her arm taped up. You know, mm-hmm. we want to be that. like that. 
We want to yeah. be like that. So she is now the bar. There, there, Eos, Eos at that bar. Rhea is right. at that bar. Dakota is underneath that bar. Candace is a little bit underneath that bar. Um, so she's now the bar. She has now become what the four horsewomen were to everybody else. So I'm actually happy for her. I'm proud of her. And I can't wait to see some of the matches that she puts on because she looks fucking fabulous. And yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. All right, well, take a breather. Let's get Kayla in here for a second. Okay, so Kayla, let's go back here a second. Kushida and Dream, your thoughts on the match? Um, like Julie mentioned, um, it was like Kushida came out of nowhere. Like it was the part we were looking um, for him to come out with. Um, I've always enjoyed watching him um, in his matches. Um, above all, it was a really good match. Um, and it was even more beautiful to see Dream tap out. Um, (laughs) but no, above all, both gentlemen did a great job on that match. And like we mentioned in our text, what the heck was going on with Dream's hair? Um, oh, I know, right? So people were putting up a meme of him next to Doc Brown. (laughs) And I was just wondering what did... Did somebody just like you know punk him in the back with baby, baby powder or some shit? Like, are you trying to be Santa Claus? Are you trying to be a skeleton? What the fuck are you trying to do there, bro? I uh, guess he was trying to grow hair, uh, get gray hair before the match even started. Well, at least it matched whatever the hell was on him. Did he get rid of anything on his chin? I couldn't tell. No, he still has it. Yeah. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! That looks like a fucking burlo pad. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, like, what do you say? But other than that, um, regardless of the outcome, which I was glad Kushida won because that's who I was going for, um, above all, it was a great match. Um, so kudos to both of them put, for putting on a very good performance in one of the matches. Um, I don't think there was really a dull match at all. So No, there wasn't. All right. All right. Women's match. <laughs> um, it was basically on fire um I do kind of laugh where um I think this is honestly the best I've seen Candice LeRae in the match um yeah so and then kudos to Johnny trying to pull what our jester said a Bailey trying to slide (laughs) in there and be like hey I got this nope EO kicked out um yeah and then just yeah so then just different ways that they tried to um overcome her um but both of them did really well in that match um Candace Candace should not be upset with herself because yes EO did retain which congratulations girl um but EO did not just go out there and boom boom kick shit you know hey I won the title she had to work to retain oh yeah um so um Candace should not be upset with herself because she put one on she put on one hell of a match. Um I don't know when, but eventually I do feel like down later down the line she will have her chance as NXT champ women's champion because look how long it took EO to get it. Um so eventually she'll probably end up getting it. Um so above all, I think it was a really good match. So, sweetie, I hate to tell you, but your Tokyo Shock was stronger than your Wicked Enchantment. 
So, um, but no, kudos to both of them for putting on such a great match. And uh, hint, hint, the Gargano way didn't work. Not once, it didn't work twice. So try again. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my God. They were trying every way in the world. Oh, man. And I loved at the end where after Johnny lost his match, she was back there and he's like, he was just like, he was coaching her like, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. I'm like, well, nope, that didn't work either. So (laughs) yeah, you, you failed at yours. It's like, you're trying to coach her up. Like what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what are you trying to tell me not to do what you didn't do? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the two, so the two uh, surprises after the women's match, Tony, Tony was a interesting surprise there because I hadn't heard anything about her coming back and everything. So her being back NXT, that's that that's actually a shot in the dark and everything. But Kayla, like Jolie said, I mean, like Jolie talked about and everything. I was so glad and Ember's back. I'm so glad. I agree. It's like um, we saw the motorcycle when it was going because hadn't really been paying attention to NXT. I mean, I've been paying attention to it where I know what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just like, didn't know any, I saw something about someone said they saw something Tony Storm was coming back. But you know how the rumors like, oh, Bo Dallas and all this stuff is coming up. Um, so, but seeing Ember back in NXT, is, it, it's just like she's back. Like Julie said, they want to bring her back, but they don't want to rush her, which I don't want her to get hurt again because she's honestly, honestly one of my favorites. Um, since I don't know when this will happen, I will bring this up. I'm just glad it wasn't Bo Dallas. Um, but after they announced the 10-4-20 of returns, um, no, actually, we'll still keep it a secret. I'm going to keep the wrestling community and my co-host on it. No, nah, I'm not going to say nothing. But I will, say, I will say this. I will say this. I know the- where you live. I am going to send <laughs> litter bombs to your house if you do not tell us. But no, I will say this. Ever since the 10-4-20 has came up, mm-hmm. a certain somebody that went black took out their cover picture, took out their profile picture when, a while back, and took out their bio completely. Well, when they announced the 10-4-20... Everything has came back. So at some point, this person is going to return, regardless if it's Wednesday night, later down the line. Um, I've been keeping a close eye on it, so I won't go into great detail, but I want to say NXT shortly will be fall and pray. Okay, 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 okay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, as regards to tonight, I originally thought it was like going to be Bo Dallas, Samoa Joe, Rude. Of course, two of those two of those guys ended up back on Raw on Monday, and so I was like, okay, it's got to be Bo Dallas. And and then I heard it was, and then I heard it was going to be two people and everything. And so I've never been happy to be so wrong. And like I said on Twitter, welcome back, my Texas sister. All right, ladies, let's talk about that main event. Kyle O'Reilly, welcome to the main event spotlight. That match blew me away. I was not expecting that from Kyle O'Reilly at all. Those two went to war. Kayla, what did you think? As you both know, I've never 
anybody that's actually seen me talk about wrestling, I've never been a huge fan of Undisputed Air. Um, but uh, tonight, during that match, Kyle was on fire. And I will say, he, and I give him even more, he did it on his own. He didn't have no help from Adam. He had no help from Bobby. Um, and Roderick, sorry, bud. I forgot what your name was there for a minute. Um, but no, he had no help. He put, he gave Finn the run for his money. Um, so, you know, of course, obviously I wanted Finn to retain, but there wouldn't honestly have been no shame if Kyle was able to come out on top because he put on one hell of a match. And um, it was just, it was just, it was awesome. And I was glad it was the, um, main event um because it was something to look forward to but both men did great in that and um honestly i do always love the respect that some of the wrestlers give people at the end of that match and finn you know showing his respect to kyle at the end was awesome and still raised his hand like hey man you did great you know you got my respect so um and speaking of that match, um, I did see something online that Finn is getting checked out for his jaw. Kyle is getting okay. checked out as well. So um, hopefully both of them are great and still in good shape. Might be a little sore because, I mean, there was a lot of kicks, coup de gras, everything else going on. So um, it was a very good match. So um, I am actually really proud of both of them for putting on one hell of a match. And congratulations to my boy, Finn Balor, for retaining the NXT championship. Yeah, I was definitely worried about, especially Finn at the end there, because it's like he had a lot more blood than Kyle yeah. coming from his mouth and everything. So it's like he got kicked like so hard. Yes, yeah, it's something about his jaw and Triple H said he was getting it checked out. So hopefully he'll be fine. So, All right, that's good. That's good. Jolie, your thoughts on the match, Jester? Well, I missed his entrance because it was the start of the game, so I switched it off and brought it up on my phone, but I like seeing Finn back in red. Um, I prefer that over the blue. The blue just didn't seem to complement his skin, but that match, Melter can suck a dick. That was a 10-star match. Uh, that could have been done in any G1 ever. Like That's how amazing that match was. Um, the respect at the end, the, the multiple... The one... The one time I did get scared was when he back kicked him and Kyle fell and I'm praying to God he just bruised his ribs because like mm-hmm. the way he was acting, I thought he broke a rib. Yeah. So, you know, there is like, you know, as long as they, they keep an eye on that, I'm, I'm perfectly, you know, but Kyle, I have seen Kyle's matches in the past when he was in ROH amazing amazing wrestler i was happy he got the spotlight um there's rumors that they're gonna kind of split undisputed to a certain degree where two are more heelish while kyle and adam are more face um and i think we saw the extent of that tonight with the attack on adam Mm -hmm. but we'll get to that in a little bit but that match one of the funniest parts was when i think Finn had his arm, Kyle's arm or leg, and he started to air guitar it. That was that was actually kind of funny. But yeah, the the amount of blood that was coming out of Finn's mouth, I didn't know if he broke a jaw or had a couple teeth 
knocked out because like at first i was i was a little bit uh scared about that blood Mm-hmm. because they say sometimes if it's a dark, dark red, it means it could be a punctured lung. Yeah. Ooh. I only noticed because I watch a lot of ER and Chicago, not Chicago, yeah, Chicago Hope back in the day. Like, I used to watch a lot of medical shows. Yeah. So, and ER was always spot on on their stuff. So it's like, you know, I remember, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I remembered a lot of certain stuff. So I was just like, mm, oh, but you know, he was, didn't, I didn't see any bruising. So I was like, okay, so I'm pretty sure he's okay. Um, but yeah, no, the blood towards the end gave me a little bit of scare for, for Finn as well. Um, definitely looked like possibly a broken jaw with the bone protruding and cutting into the mouth, which if that, that's going to suck. Uh, Cause that means he's going to have his jaw wired shut to let it heal. But I don't know if he, he might even have to drop the title. God damn it. Oh, but hopefully, Lord. but hopefully nah, not. Nah, nah. Yeah, let, yeah, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Please don't. Gonna... Please don't. There'll be a very angry article coming if he has to. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that match definitely five, ten stars. It does. Like I said, the last two matches, they have raised the bar and the expectations of NXT. And I'm honestly loving the fact that they're going old school for the next one. Oh, Halloween oh. Havoc! Woo-hoo. Yes, like and Shotzi hosting. I love it! 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, Shotzi is is like a mood. Like I watch her like Instagram and Twitter stuff. Like she's just she's just a whole mood. But can, now can we get onto that that sneak attack by Rich Hallway? Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> that was he like carried him like it was like a sack of potatoes. Right, damn, and he just like went <laughs> here. You go, I'm done. Yeah, and here then, you go, and then like here, here come Fish and and Roddy. Like, sorry. forgive the jester; she's still watching the Eagles game. <laughs> <laughs> but to pick up where Jester was saying, like, it's like yeah, it's like Rich uh, dumps him over, and uh, it's like Roddy and Fish come out of nowhere, like, oh, what happened? What happened? What happened? Ooh. You know what happened, Finn? Do you know what happened? <laughs> Finn's like, I don't know. We were in the ring! But I did see something that someone said that it could be possibly of a storyline that they might have something out that Finn had something to do with it. I hope not. I said, I hope not, but I said that would be an interesting twist considering he did say, I don't know. <laughs> I just got my ass beat, man. What do you? <laughs> and plus, it's like after Finn won the title, it's like Adam came up to him afterwards and like congratulated him. They two sweeted it and everything, so that would be like a whole like sideways mm-hmm. to their to their relationship. Yep. But hey, note: it's WWE. Anything is possible. Do I? If see- you just believe. <laughs> Uh, the only the only thing the only thing I could see is maybe Ridge and Thatcher are hooking up since they're both bruisers, and Thatcher has an issue with Finn. Ridge will probably have a, an issue with Undisputed. Maybe mm-hmm. he's gonna be hooking up with um oh Imperium. You know, we uh, we don't know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But you know, it's definitely an interesting twist. Oh yeah. It was like one of those things that's like, I, I felt like something else was going to happen to end the night, but it's like, I was not expecting that. Once I saw it on the right-hand side, I knew something else was happening. 
That's how you can tell. When they put it on the left-hand side, the show's over. When they put it on the right-hand side, there's something after. I've, I've, I've learned that. Okay. Hmm. I'll, have to, I'll have to keep an eye out for that going forward in the future. Oh, man. <sighs> but yeah, it's like NXT definitely brings everything to another level always. It's like, I mean, with the set itself and everything, I know we were talking about the set early and everything, it's like part Raw Underground goes meets ECW and just have like the old NXT full cell feel to it. And the cage fight, the cage pit. There you go, the fight pit, yeah, there you go. Uh, I couldn't <laughs> remember. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, so are, are the Eagles winning at least? Uh, what had happened was we had just scored on the previous. We punted. We uh, kicked off, and then they threw a pick six. Ah. So yes, we are winning twenty-five to fourteen with five and a half minutes to go. Very nice. Very nice. And they just put some guy with long ass hair and a mustache. Looks like he. His name is C.J. Beathard. That's oh the name. They, the 49ers quarterback? Yeah, the, their backup just got pulled out for their backup. I mean, Kittle Kittle has been running all over us, and I respect Kittle. I mean, he is probably one of the greatest tight ends, uh, and that's going against, like, Kelsey and Ertz, two, like, the top yeah. two, I think. I mean, and Kittle, but I, I lost respect for Kittle when he was sucking AEW's dick, so, you know. I remember, like, a couple of years ago, um, I think, like, Helen Cell was in uh, – Helen Cell or uh, Extreme Rules, one of the pay-per-views was in the area, and he finished his uh, uh, post-game conference, and he was like, are we done? He's like, like, WWE's in town, so he left. He, so he, he went, like, straight from post-conference to get to WWE so he can watch the event. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. He's crazy. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Uh, thank you again for D-Rogue for joining us. That was awesome for him to uh, come on and had such, oh, we had such a great time with him. And so that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>